Welcome everyone to the Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, requested by Andy Bowen, I'm going to be reviewing WOW! Women of Wrestling, episode number two of season. I think this is season seven. They've been on for, well, there's a big, they started off in the 2000s and they kind of took a long break and now they're back. Um, they were on Access TV for a while. And then when there's a changeover with Access, with the old management into the Anthem people, um, they did not renew their relationship with WOW. And so there was, well, I was on a bit of a hiatus and then eventually was put on, I think, Pluto TV, the streaming service and a few other services. You can find it. And now it's, it's on CW network. This is where I uh, watched it from. I set my DVR and I recorded it to make sure I review this episode. And I'm glad I did. I've been looking forward to uh, checking out. Wow. I actually it's my surprise a lot of people. I actually watched a show when it was on Access TV. Not every episode, but I would tune in. And honestly, it was a pretty enjoyable one hour of wrestling. Um, a bit over the top, but the wrestling wasn't too bad. There was some good talent, and there's obviously some talent that's uh, really rough, rough, rough around the edges. But, you know, it, it, was, it was just an easy watch. And, you know, I wasn't expecting... Um, classic pro wrestling here. I was just expecting to be entertained for an hour. And I think that's what you get with WOW. It's a very entertaining show. It definitely brings me back to when I was a kid. And, um, you know, you would find these these smaller promotions on random channels. You know, I remember, speaking of late women's promotions, I never really watched Glow in its original run. I remember seeing some a few episodes here and there. Um, and I, at the time I wasn't, it wasn't my thing. Um, but I remember LPWA, which uh, Joe Pedicino's promotion, uh, Jim Cornette was uh, color commentary on that. And I remember enjoying LPWA. It was on sports channel America and sports channel America always had random wrestling companies, uh, South Atlantic pro wrestling out of the Carolinas. They had uh, North American wrestling Alliance out of, uh, New York, uh, international world class championship wrestling, or IWCCW, or before that ICW um, uh, out of out of Massachusetts. Just uh, Angelo Savoldi's promotion, which featured you know Rick Steamboat versus Tony Atlas for like ever, um, and I would just watch these. It was kind of cool. It was like what's going to show up this week, and LPWA was pretty consistent on Sports Channel America, and. It was fun. I liked it. Like, you know, Terry Power and Reggie Bennett. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else kind of stand out. About those two I always remember. And they had a pay-per-view. Um, uh, Super Lady Showdown, I believe it was called. And I remember, like, because I used to get my buddy chatting, who I've talked about many times on this show. Uh, when I grew up, you know, growing up, and I, he he had the black box before I did. I didn't get the black box until, like, 19... Um, 94 and this was 1992 when lpwa 91 92 when lpwa was around and i remember like i want to see the show so i always like give him blank tape he would record it and that's how i would get these pay-per-views and of course uh chad's dad ron who loved me like a son but 
also would be very upset with me, like a, like his own son, when like when I took over his television to tape wrestling at his house, and here I am taping LPWA. He must have. Hey, man, you got a kick out of that. I mean, you saw some uh, very attractive lady. Actually, that's a fun actually pay per view. I mean, it's some of it's a bit of a mess, but they actually brought in some uh, women from Japan. I'm trying to remember what promotion it was. I don't, I'm not sure if it was all Japan women or not, but. Um, they definitely added to the uh, the quality of wrestling. So look look go look for that pay-per-view. I think it's actually on YouTube. The whole show, um, it's, it's it's a fun watch, and you know check that out. So so yeah. I'm, so when Andy Bowen hit me up on Twitter and and said you know John you gotta I would love to hear your view of Wow. Um, I was planning on reviewing it last weekend, but my I forgot to set my DVR. I missed it. And so that was the season opener, and I was like pretty bummed because I really wanted to to watch that episode. And if for some reason like it wasn't on my it on my um, on demand, they have a wow like icon there. I click on it, it's blank, nothing was in it. Um, I couldn't find anyone that posted the show on YouTube or 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 Daily Motion or anything like that. Um, I saw on the wow. You, youtube page they they posted individual matches but i want to see the whole show i want to review the whole show from start to finish so um so i decided to wait for this week and i'm glad i did because uh in the main event um was someone i know really well uh she i know her as rays a lot of people know her as ruby rays but here she is reina del rey and um so super excited to, to watch her in the main event um and review her match. So I, I was like, okay, I picked the perfect show. It all worked out for a reason. I didn't, yeah, you know, I'm glad I didn't record the first show and cover it. I'm glad I'm recording this one. And this was an interesting show. And um, some good, some bad, some interesting booking decisions that I'm going to talk about. Um, and that was my main issue with the show for what they're building to, it seems. Um, I thought the booking, it just was kind of kind of backwards and we'll get to that soon but first i want to talk about our patreon fight game media plus patreon it's five dollars a month you get a lot of great content on our patreon you get the show that i do with garrett gonzalez raw 1998 review we're reviewing every raw from 1998 and it's been a while since garrett gonzalez and i have looked watched those shows and so it's been fun to see the rise of WWF at the time, the 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 white Stone Cold being white hot, the rise of the Rock being um, just getting super hot right now. He is so over right now. Where we're at, we're at the point where we just had uh, uh, breakdown pay per view, which featured a uh, handicap main event with Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Undertaker and Kane, and it was uh, a white shoot. I haven't seen that pay per view like. Ever. I might, may have watched it when it first happened. I don't remember anything that happened on it. So it's, it's been fun, like, reviewing these shows and looking back. Uh, we got boxing covered with Robert Silva. We got we got MA covered uh, with Ryan Fredericks and Paul Fontaine. We got the Dynamite show, which comes out, out I think, like, within an hour after Dynamite airs on Wednesdays with Paul Fontaine again and Jeff Hawkins. They have a real fun show talking AEW. Um, of course, Gary Gonzalez and myself on the Wrestling Observer website, we have the Fight Game Media Podcast, and we talk about 
and we talk about AEW review dynamite as well. But it, so what I like about their show, it's like completely different perspective than what Garrett Gonzalez and I see, or you know, mainly what I see. And so I love hearing their, their thoughts on it. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, you got, you got impact wrestling coverage. You know, if you're a fan of impact wrestling, or we just want to know what's going on in impact wrestling, we got the best podcast on impact wrestling out there today. Mike Gilbert, JD Oliva brace for impact podcast. If you like Joshi wrestling, women's wrestling out of Japan, uh, the five star Joshi show with Scott. I mean, he, he's, Super knowledgeable about that product in Japan from all different promotions. And it's a very popular show and it's doing great. And one definitely one of the highlights of the week. And of course, we got other great content on that show. We have bonus shows from all the podcasts that you hear on our free feed, this one here. And you also get, uh, you know, we have, we have Q&As with Dave Meltzer. We've had special guests like John Moxley in the past. Um, it's It's... It's a it's a it's a really good Patreon. It's like I said, it's five dollars a month, and you're getting content every day. Um, like I said, like I said every week, it's a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Just one less cup of coffee a month. Get yourself the Fight Game Media Plus Patreon, and you're gonna love it. And it's you're, there's always gonna be content for you to listen to of the Fight Game. Now let's get into Wow. Uh, this match featured uh, was like four matches, I believe, on this. Yeah, four matches on this show. And watching this show, it's you know, like I said, I watched it in was that 2019, I believe, or 18 when it was on Access. And it kind of seems like it seems like a bit of a restart, but also feels like they're just continuing everything, right? With you know, and I I felt like. You're on the CW network now. You're, it's going to be seen by more eyes now. I'd love to see it kind of scale back and kind of start building slowly to some of the bigger matches. Now, in the first episode, which I didn't watch, they show a highlight um, earlier in the sh- right in the open, and uh, Reina Del Rey attacks the uh, Wild Champion, the Beast. After her main event match last week, gives her this German suplex. So that's what that's the big match they're building to. Um, and that's good and all, but I feel like the booking of this show really didn't help that match at all. And we'll, we're going to talk about it when I get to the main event. But if I'm if I'm them, I'd kind of bring it back, start reintroducing everyone. They do these really high production uh, vignettes of, uh, of you know, character profiles of the talent, which is great, which is great. But, like, when you do these profiles, like, you've got to show them being successful. So, the, right now, that's one of the main things they're building to is uh, Randall Ray challenging the Beast for the championship. The Beast is... Uh, 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 you know, I don't know if she had an independent wrestling background before. She's a powerful individual. She has a great look. I've seen her, like I said, on when I was watch, when I was watching on Access. She's very athletic. Um, you know, a, a character that you you want to get behind. Like you see when she's on screen, you, you you pay attention. She has that. She has that look, right? Uh, you can tell she's really athletic, but she's very green. But they use her well. Um, 
Um, they they just they did really do feature her strengths as a worker in her matches, and and so you know I, I think she's a good a good move to have as the you know starting off fresh here as the new champion. Um, she's someone that if you're kind of cruising along, you know, flipping channels late at night, I think, I believe, wow, most markets comes on later. Like for me here on the West coast, it came on 1130, you know, if you're at home and just kind of cruising late at night, can't sleep. And you know, you're like, well, women's wrestling, check it out. And you see like this beast, you're like, wow. So I'm going to stick around and see how, see that, that chick, she looks pretty badass. So that's one of the main things they're building to, of course, that big that big matchup. And also, they're crowning new tag team champions. So they're having a tournament for that. And match one this week was a tournament match. Play-by-play uh, play is the promoter, uh, Dave McClain, uh, Stephen Dickey, who I don't know, and AJ Mendez, uh, the former AJ Lee in the WWE, of course, CM Punk's wife. Um, she is the uh, is she an ambassador or she's a commissioner, I guess, some kind of spokeswoman for a while. Uh, so she's you know on play to play. And she and her commentary is interesting. Like, is she a heel? Is she bay face? It's it's kind of hard to uh, um, tell. Uh, Dave McLean's the you know he's the lead play by play. He dominates. Stephen Dickey, you can hear him. Some of the audio is very off on the commentary. AJ Lee's like really low, and at times I can't really hear what she was saying. Um, and like I said, it was interesting what she was saying about stuff. Sometimes it sounds like she's like trended, she's going like a heel, she's going like a face. So I was kind of confused what what she is. Like there's a point where I think Dave McLean like asked for. Uh, I believe the third match on the show. This is okay. And they kind of like do like a quick shot of her at ringside and, and she nods and that's it. Like, I think she, if she's going to be some kind of commissioner or some kind of authority figure, she should have more of a, a, a presence out there when, when, when situations like that arises, like not just be behind the desk and nod. Um, you know, she should have a live mic and, and talk, you know, uh, I don't know. If she's a benefit on commentary but I think as a commissioner role, I think she would be good, you know, talk or maybe pr- like being there early on as you, as you open a show, you show the you know, the video intro of the show and then you cut to the commentators, you know, with their backs, to- you know, their backs, you, they're, they're to the camera, the backs, you see the crowd that's there and they're highlighting what's going to happen on this week. Like, you know, they're, they're billboarding what's going to happen this week on this show. And I, I think that would be a cool thing. Look, it's just, it kind of just go right into like the wrestling, which in some cases that's good, and it's good to do that and change it up every once in a while. But I thought, especially now, like you want to start off with the host and get over the host. Like you see Dave McLean like introduce everyone to Wow Women of Wrestling, but then he just you know you don't see him walk to the desk. You don't see who you don't see AJ Lee at at the desk. You don't see the Stephen Dickey guy. They're just voices, right? And like, I think it's good to introduce, especially this. Like I said, this is on a new network. Introduce your uh, commentary team. They're the hosts. They're the ones that are going to guide us and tell the history of these performers. Uh, and you know, so I think it's good to kind of get them over right away. Um, I, you know, and and Dave McClain, he's fine. It's a lead play to play. Like he's really into it. He has that 
big game show host kind of voice um uh, it's supposed to be a bit cheesy at times so like, like i said like i'm not you know i'm not like expecting you know gordon Soli here but like he, like he does his role well steve dickie if i can hear him more i have more of an opinion on him and aj lee like i said i barely can hear her so so yeah i just want to co- talk about the play-by-play team i think two person booths would be best um and again i think aj lee would be best for um for the commissioner role, and she can have an on-screen role, talk about future stuff, talk about what happened last week when Reina Del Rey attacked the Beast of the match, and you know she's not gonna just, you know, she tried to make a statement by attacking a champion, but we're not gonna play that game. You know, Reina Del Rey needs to earn her title shot. So tonight she's gonna wrestle Princess Aussie, and they're gonna fight, and it's the winner of that match is gonna meet the Beast, and if she could beat Princess Aussie, then she has a legitimate claim. To be the number one contender to the WoW Women's Championship. Something like that. Uh, match number one was, uh, I'm guessing, an opening round of the tournament match. There's no tournament bracket. There's, you know, we, I don't know. It's just, it's a tournament match for the WoW Tag Team Championship. And it was the Heavy Metal Sisters, which is Fury, which is on that bleed on the indie. She was Harlow O'Hara. And Razor, who I remember seeing down south before um sarah i believe her name was um and mesmerize who i don't know her background i don't remember seeing her uh versus my miami sweet heat twin sisters a blonde and a brunette Lindsay and Lori carlson uh they mentioned she was or aj lee mentioned she was trained by Afa and Sika, so I'm, I, I guess she's from the WXW um, in Pennsylvania. Afa's training facility that uh, and good-looking athletes. You know they're both tall, athletic, really good look. Look, um, the Heavy Metal Sisters. I think Fury has a good look. I think she's very attractive, honestly. Uh, Razor, I mean, they, she fits the part. You know, they're supposed to be heavy metal, you know, makeup, kind of like the Road Warrior-esque, you know. Uh, Mesmeriah comes out with uh, drumsticks, and at one point during the heat, she was beating on the head of one of the Carlson sisters. I thought that was kind of cute. Uh, but this match, whew, maybe you should have led with this match because this match was, wasn't really that good at all. Uh, before I get to the match, though, the ring is a 16 by 16 ring, so it's a very small ring. Uh, I always like 18 by 18. WWE is 20 by 20. Uh, 16 by 16, it just it just really just hits me every time I see it. Um, never a fan of those rings because I, I feel like there's just not enough space for things. Things get kind of cluttered at times, but you know, works for their facility that they're in, I guess. Um, and at times, I think it could be kind of detriment to some of these women because they things do look cluttered, and they don't have the proper spacing. And there's you know, and there's ways to make a sixteen by sixteen ring work. I mean, good workers can make it work, but when you have in a lot of inexperienced workers, it, the sixteen by sixteen work a ring does hamper their matches, and it, and it showed at times here. But this match here, I just think everyone's kind of really green. In this match, um, the match opens up with Lindsay hitting some arm drags on Razor, who just took these horrible bumps. I mean, embarrassingly bad bumps 
off these arm drags. And the arm drag by Lindsay did not look that good either. Um, uh, <laughs> Lori came and came in and then fired up and and hit an equally horrible looking drop kick. Just just cluttered and short and like hit it right in the stomach. Um, eventually, there's heat on Lindsay and the match got a little better when Fury was in for the team. She has the more experience. Um, she's it's. It was slowed down, and um, it just she wasn't doing too much. It was just simple stuff. Uh, but Razor, man, I I don't know if if Mesmerize is worse, but I kind of wanted to hope. I was kind of thinking like, maybe next time they got to put Mesmerize in there because Razor, I think she'd be best to be the second. I don't I don't think she's skilled as a worker right now. I, I think she just from what I saw, um, if. If you're a wrestling fan, you hate Kevin Dunn's editing, you probably might not like WoW a bit uh, because there's a lot of editing. Of course, these matches are edited down. Um, and that at times, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I forget which match it was. There was a cover for a pin, but it, the way they edited it, it looked like it looked like the, the whoever was going for the cover actually ended up just picking up, going to the next spot. But there's obviously an edit there. Um and at times there's like some really quick close-ups from the floor cam. And um, it was kind of distracting on this match. And maybe they were trying to do whatever they can to just to make this match look good because it wasn't that good. Um, the finish was a bit of a surprise. I thought, you know, I thought because of the the week, the highlight of last week, the Tonga twins, they won their match and they looked like baby faces. So I, I figured like here, the heavy metal sisters as heels were going to win, but the other set of twins won the Carlson twins. So that was a shocker when Miami sweet heat won with the Lucha brothers move. And that move is, um, one person, the team picks up their partner in going for like the, uh, 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 what's it called? The, uh, shit. Just, oh God, I can't believe it. I'm blanking out. I just had this earlier. And I was talk, looking over, talking about the kind of like the catapult and uh, the kind of move you see Ray hit. He waist locks with guy, scuffs up into the bulldog. Well, this time, you know, you, you get the scissors, you go up, and then you go roll forward like you're rolling through for a pin. But the person that you're that's that's not rolling through ends up just taking like you know, a flat pancake bump onto the, doing a splash onto the opponent for the pin. It looks bad when the Lucha brothers do it. It just looks like a clunky move. And it looks really bad here with the Carlson twins do it. I would highly recommend they drop this as a finisher. I get it. They're twins. They're doing a combo move together, but there's other combo moves they could do. That's simpler that they can execute and not it just looked just, just looked horrible. You know, um, I would give him something simpler, you know, the demolition decapitator off the second rope elbow drop or something, you know, like something just simple for these, these, the heart attack. Um, uh, there's a bunch of moves they could, they could do, uh, just keep it simple with these girls and they'll be all right. But yeah, they got to drop that double team cradle move, whatever it's freaking called it's, it's called a bad move <laughs> what it's really called let's be honest uh next up was a video package foxy fierce um she's a roller skater and uh, she likes to she likes to 
roller skate and do yoga. Uh, she has a big puffy hair. Great look. Very, very cute girl. Skating on Venice Beach. And I'm watching this 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 video package on her. And I'm just thinking like, they're literally showing me everything that she loves to do but wrestling. And this is the same issue I had with NXT with Sol Ruka, who's this like really accomplished uh, surfer. And on her video package, it was all about like, I love to surf. I love being on the waves. I love, you know, being out in the air. And, and like, you're not telling me nothing about wrestling, what your goals are, what do you want to do? Why, why how is this going to help you as a professional wrestler? Uh, just same thing here. I'm like, okay, Foxy Fierce, you have a fun look. You have a fun personality. She can talk. She has attitude. Uh, she has very, she's very charismatic. But like, show me like how how these skills will make you a better wrestler. How this is going to make you a future champion. And so she's up next in the match versus Ice Cold, and Ice Cold's like the heel Elsa, basically. Uh, both these girls are very green. Before the match starts, out comes Jesse Jones, who's the uh, former Jesse Bell Southern uh, Smothers from OVW. Uh, white trash gimmick, you know, trailer park trash kind of gimmick. Um, not like ODB, similar, but she just she looks like she you know, what you see in the South, you know, and she has a, she has a twang. And she comes out and she cuts a very good promo. Uh, you know, she has experience. You could tell the way she moves out there on that promo. Thought she was really good. And and I've seen her before when I watched uh, Wow on um, Access, and I I liked her. I I thought, okay, this this girl has has something here. And I'm watching this girl, Je- uh, Jesse Jones, and I'm thinking like, you know, AW. It's no secret their women's division is not good, right? It's Anyone with who wants to be honest will tell you that, right? It's just they have a they have some talent. I'm not saying they don't have any talent, but there's a lot of women that shouldn't even be on national television. Jesse Jesse Jones would be good on TV on national television. How is she not signed there? How does she not go there? How do they not say you know what? There's something here with this Jesse Jones. She could talk. She has attitude. Her works works good, and. And so she comes out for a promo. She interrupts this match before it starts. And she's upset that, you know, when we last saw, wow, she was one half of the tag team champions. I forgot to go check out who was her tag team partner and why she left. And and uh, I don't know who it could be. Maybe it was Tigress, maybe Nikita Lions. I'm not sure. But that, whoever her partner, she's gone. And now they stripped her. Jesse Jones of the belt, and she's pissed. She's like, I don't need a partner. I can do it myself. I want to be put in this tournament. I can beat two girls anytime, anywhere. And Dave McClain, and this is where he asked AJ Lee's approval. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna be in this tournament, you need to find yourself a partner. Uh, and Jesse Jones is like, I'll find myself a partner, and they'll just stand in the corner while I win a match. And so she wants in on this match between the fight. Foxy Fierce and Ice Cold. And it becomes an impromptu now handicap match. Uh, 
you know, just, you know, just shit just happens, you know, just sure. Go ahead. Let's make it a three way. Um, ice cold. They talked about her being a high flyer and all this stuff. I didn't see much from her. She looked very green out there. Um, Foxy fierce. Didn't get a chance to show me much, but, but this match ended quickly with Jones submitting ice cold, the modified, uh, wrist lock. Fierce tries to make the same. She gets her ass kicked, and Jesse Jones as well, you know, puts her with, you know, in the submission hole as well. And, you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he just showed me this video package of Foxy Fierce. And the first time I see her, she's getting her ass kicked here with a partner, losing a two on one match. So I don't understand why they would even feature her. A video package on her if she was gonna get her basically get her ass kicked in the next match. Like, why why could you use this video package for someone that's gonna wrestle next week? Who's gonna win their match, you know, next week? Start, you know, why waste it on the girl that's gonna get her ass kicked? So after she won this match, this she, and she asked David McLean that she wants in this tournament. He says yes, but only if you find a partner, and then she says that she's gonna find someone that's gonna stand there while she wins. So they had a Leia Makoa video package. Samoan Heritage. I've seen her before and covered her before here on the Take It Home podcast. She's uh, Rika Tahaka. Um, great look, great potential, very green. Um, she wrestled Glitch, the gamer, and that's on the indies, uh, Vert Vixen, who I've seen before. I think on AEW Dark when I've seen a couple matches around an indie or something. I think I may, may even covered one of her matches, I believe, here on Digging Home Podcast as well. Um, Glitch, the gamer, she's uh, from level one. So, and commentary explained, like, you got to start at level one and work your way to the final boss. So, eh. <laughs> uh, they AJ Lee explained that she really likes Glitch because she's a gamer and a cosplayer. I get it. She's a video game girl. But again, explain how this helps her win matches. You know, I know they're trying to give some personalities and some characters to these women, but how does this help? It's, it's like the ad, not the attitude era. This is the new, new, the new era or whatever. WWF when all the occupational gimmicks were happening and all these wacky characters, you know, the, the plumber, the garbage man, the hockey player, um, host of others they've had at the time. Uh, Leia McCoy's offense looked good in this match. Uh, selling, still very green. Uh, she had a Samoan drop for a two count, but then she finally won with the uh, Claw STO combo. So at least they had a video package here for Leia McCoy, and she won. So they had a good use of the video package here. Um, so... That's fine, you know. Fine, build her up. Uh, you know, she seems like a, you know, Leia Makoa seems like a, 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 of the girls I've seen so far in this promotion, someone you kind of really want to build up and, and you know, as one of your your top bay faces. So yeah, this this was fine. It was this wasn't a bad match. I I enjoyed it. Next up was main event time, and we get this Princess Aussie video package, and. She had these sticks from her mom. 
they had some kind of magical powers or some symbol, gave her some power, gave her the inspiration, but these voodoo heels destroyed them. And, and now she is, you come to realize it's not the power within these sticks. It's a power within. Cool thing. Cool. I like it. I dig it. <coughs> but again, we, we have another video package in the, in who just ends up losing. Now this is a great video package to show and then show her in the next match and winning that match. You know, Reina Del Rey, the main event versus in, in the main event versus Princess Aussie. And, and as a match itself is a good match is a good match. But booking wise, where they're going with Reina Del Rey and what it did for Princess Aussie is bad booking. Princess, this match was good. This match was well worked from the beginning to the end. It told a nice story. It was, it, you know, but this is a match you should do months from now. When the both women have been winning and featured and, you know, after they're 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 over enough to have this match. Prince Aussie, good promo, good look, good wrestler. I believe she wrestled Southern California. I believe I've seen her before. I think she trained. I'm pretty sure she trained with Santino Brothers. It's a great school. Um, same school as Reina Del Rey. And Simone Williams, I believe, Prince Aussie, if I remember correctly. And I really liked her in this match. I enjoyed I enjoyed this match. Like I said, if this match happened a few months down the line, perfect. This is a good match, good main event match. But you're building Reina Del Rey to get a towel shot against the beast. This powerful, jacked up women's champion. Reina Del Rey is a powerful wrestler herself. She's from the mean streets of LA. She's a chingona. Um, I she used to be before Venomous, riding low riders, awesome vignette, and I loved it. And they they changed her name, Reina Del, Reina Del Rey. I love what they did. They they. Your hair's straight now. She's more. This look feels more Ray's. And like I said, I worked with Ray's a lot for Premier Wrestling. Um, she was my first women's champion, and I brought her in and a, and a few other women to, to do a division. Um, and I at one point leaned toward Nicole Nicole Savoy women winning the title. To start as my first champion. But I remember seeing Rays and watching Rays and being very impressed with her. I love that she wanted to learn and get better. I she just had something. And I just I remember like I was like, you know, this doesn't feel right to go in the Savoy. Rays feels like the one I need to start with as champion. And I'm so glad I did. And it worked out perfectly. 
because I had Shayna Baszler coming in and building her up and and to build up this. Just sorry, hit my mic. So how uh, this then their their battle and and you know a perfect woman for Ray's was perfect opponent for Shayna. And I was confident both women. They made a event in the show. I remember them both being nervous about it. And I forget what it was. Someone was hurt. And so I had to kind of move the crowd. I think Joe Graves was hurt. So I had to move the card a little bit. And I was like, you know, I'm going to put the women in the main event, you know. And I remember Shayna coming to me and she's like, oh, man, I don't know why you're doing that. And I'm like, because I have confidence in you guys. You guys can do it. And they did. They had a good match. I'm so happy with that match. And so... And Ray's, I just always enjoyed her work. I still think she's criminally underrated. I still think she should be in other bigger promotions. You know, I mean, it's cool. I was super happy that she got this wow deal, and um, she's very happy there. I'm glad they're featuring her. Um, but like, like I said, I see, <laughs> I see the. I know, I know, I'm picking on the AEW women's roster, but it's, it's just. And not a solid roster. Like a lot of girls that shouldn't be on television. Like I said, Ray's she's done television. She understands it. She can she can she can do a great job. I, I don't know why they, you know, they didn't sign her. You know, she would have been a great person to kind of start that division. Um, uh, you know, maybe needs to be a little bit more aggressive in the heat a little bit. I want to see a little more viciousness out of her. Um, uh, but it's very confident work. And this match, like I said, it's a good match. But again, should have been a few months down the line. And the reason why I say that, because you're building these clash of powerhouses. Randall Ray versus the Beast for the championship. And you have this Beast, like I said, this powerful woman. And you want people to be like, man, Randall Ray can be the one that defeated her. She's just as powerful. She has a killer instinct. She's going to make you know, take a couple shortcuts. And this match here was too competitive. You don't want to see Reina Del Rey bump in this match. She should have given given a match where she dominated someone and beat convincingly. And got on the mic, cut a promo on the beast. She's coming. You know, you're the beast, but you know, I'm stronger, I'm better, I'm faster. I'm going to destroy you and take that title. You know, you just need something like that to keep and then have her win a few matches building to that, right? But here I'm seeing her bump and and I just, it's, it's not the time. It's not the time. It's this second show in on this new network. And you're building to this this championship match. If she's bumping for Princess Aussie, who's who's a much smaller, who's athletic and she's good, but you want it, you want Randall Ray to be equal to Beast, be dominant as the Beast, right? So when there's a, these these the uh you know these two clash of titans, when they're tied, like who's gonna who's gonna go down? You want that the fans to feel that and want to see it, and you know, I just think. Showing Rana Del Rey bump, and it just, you just, you're just not, you're not putting her equal to the beast level, in my opinion. Um, and same thing with Princess Aussie. This match didn't didn't do anything for her. You have this great video package. Talk about the history. There's a great story there. 
And the first thing we see is her losing. And remember, you just, and you probably maybe there's maybe some people out there listening who are hardcore WoW fans from day one. And I get it. You're like, well, I know she's good. I saw her win matches before. This is not the first time she's won, lost, or you know, she's won other matches. But you gotta remember, this is on a new network, a lot more new eyeballs. Like, so you gotta reestablish everyone. And as I watch this this show here, and I'm looking at if you know, with my booking hat on, I'm seeing people who I want to feature as main players, the top top of the card of WoW Wrestling. It's the Beast as your champion. It's Randall Ray as a top heel. It's Princess Aussie as as a top babyface. It's Leia Makoa as a top babyface. Um, you know, those, so you want them featured, you know, Lady Makoa, they did a good job. She got a big, great video package. We introduced her to us. Cool story. She wins a match. Cool deal. Prince Aussie should have had the same treatment, right? Rain Del Rey should have had the same treatment. We see her. I don't, yeah. Again, I didn't watch last week's episode. I just know that she attacked the beast after the main event match, right? So I don't know if there was a video package of Randall Ray earlier that we saw. Now, Randall Ray, Raina Del Rey does win this match with a spear. Um, uh, you know, it's one of her finishes she's used for a very long time. She does it well. Look good. Uh Princess Aussie took a great bump off it. And one, two, three, and they're start rolling the credits. And you see Randall Ray grab the mic and She's about ready to say something to Beast. And out comes the Beast, knocks her on her ass. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? You just blew her heat. You blew her heat that she had last week. You know, you already started blowing that heat in this match because she's bumping for Princess Aussie here. where she, she should be a match where she doesn't bump. This should be a match where she's dominant. And now... She's get now she's bumping for the champion. Now the champion's already getting revenge. The revenge for the champion, the beast, is the title defense, the win. When she eventually defeats Randall Ray, I assume she's gonna win. Right? If that's the case, that's what if that's what you're going to. I would think you want to start off with some stability as your champion. You want to kind of you know start off with the beast kind of holding it for a while, right? This is why I say I think this match is a good match to build to, but not right away. I, you know, she might as well should, should start off with the Beast versus Jesse Jones. You know, excuse me, I should have mentioned Jesse Jones earlier. She would have been my top, one of my top heels in, the, in this promotion if I'm booking. They should have built to I me mean, start off with her. Um, so the show. Easy watch for any wrestling fan. I think there's something for everyone in it. Uh, it it's a quick, easy watch. It's fun. Um, and I'm going to continue to watch each show because it's just a fun watch. It's an hour. Easy. Boom. You see some see some cool talent. See some fun personalities. You know, I get to watch Ray's do her thing. On my tele- big screen television, that's cool. That's cool to me, man. I love seeing my, fr- I love seeing my friends do good things, man. But this booking, the booking needs a lot of work, and 
I get you want to give the beast something after what happened last week. Give her a promo. Give her her own video package of what she's gonna do to Ray. Uh, sorry, to Ray and Real Ray. Um, you know she doesn't have to be in the building. She like I said, it's a video package. Yeah, they do these great video package. Or, or instead of doing all these video packages, change things up a little bit. How about uh, on location interview promo with an interviewer um, that's on location with her, and you know she's talking about revenge and. Talking about going to get Randy Ray when they finally meet in the ring. When the WOW officials sign the match. I want it. I'm ready to defend my title. You know, and then you kind of build it up to a future date. And kind of give fans a, a, a destination to look forward to. Like, oh, in two weeks or in three weeks, we're going to have this match. The Battle of the Titans. Randall Ray versus the Beast for the title. Um, so, I just was, I was just, just couldn't believe it when i saw like all right you know fuck she bumped i mean i wouldn't have done it i would have put her over stronger but whatever you know she still won and then she's on her ass again at the end of the show i just could not believe it for randall ray it just does that's not how you build up challengers or serious threats for people especially you know the beast like i said it's powerful and strong and randall ray is the same and you want to build her up yes, as equal, as someone that's going to match her. It's because, like I said, it should be a clash of the titans, right? Um, so that's my wow. <laughs> my wow review. I hope you really enjoyed it. I, I did. I really did enjoy talking about this show and watching it. And I'm going to, you know, check it out every week because, like I said, it's, it's, it's fun. It's easy. Um, I, I enjoyed it when I was watching on Access TV. And I'm glad I found a home. I know they were on... Pluto TV for a while and I just I never I never I have Pluto TV but I, Pluto TV I just never watch I watched a couple episodes um here and there but I didn't really watch the whole season or whatever you know I think I think these are gonna be seasons I don't think they run yearly but um yeah it's like I said it's really fun I think I think I think you guys will enjoy it um you know there's a lot of cool things on there. It's it's very clean show. It's family. I think it's very family oriented show. Uh, there's some good messages for you know young men and women on the show, which I like. Um, you know, it's okay to have a clean wrestling show, and um, you know, I I I I might watch. I have this still on my DVR. I might I might have my oldest daughter Chloe watch this show with me. I, I want to see what she. Thanks. I'll show her the main event and say, hey, you know, that's that's daddy friend, you know, Ray's out there. And she'll go, Ray's, you know, now she's Randy Ray. And then she's going to ask she's a bad girl, which will probably upset her. And I say, yeah, she's a bad girl. So Chloe really likes the Bayface. She's not a fan of the bad girls. But um, yeah, so I think that'd be kind of cool to have her watch that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll do that before my next episode next week and, um, and talk about that. It'd be fun. Uh, next week, I'm going to be probably covering going to Japan and not. Not physically. I wish I was. I would definitely. It's my, it's my uh, bucket list trip. I want to do is go to Japan in the future. Uh, but I will be going to Japan to watch to uh, to Noah to review their show and uh, um, going to watch uh, their recent event. I don't know if I'm going to be covering the Muda finale show or the one that just happened recently with uh, Keno and uh, uh, and. Uh, 
Ketomaya, I think it was trying to remember. I gotta remember how to pronounce all these names, so bear with me. It's a little late. I'm recording this, so please be please be kind. All right. If you want to follow me on Twitter at LaRockaJL, um, just like how Andy Bowen did on this show, you know, hey, give me a recommendation. I love it. I love seeing uh some uh your suggestions. I you guys have a lot of cool ones and um I definitely like let, let me know. I want if there's something new I haven't seen or haven't covered yet, let me know. I'll cover it. I love watching various different wrestling promotions and reviewing them. Uh, looking forward to covering Noah again. It's been a while since I've seen some Noah wrestling. Other than I think I'm I think I watched a Muda match with Goshizaki, that match like last year. But other than that, you know I haven't watched too much. So it's been kind of cool to see a lot of good talent. I was watching Noah on a regular basis before they were. Uh, 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 bought out to be for the uh, Ambium and Ambima, I think it is. So, be fun to talk about. So, we'll do that. So, look for it next weekend. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Everyone, have a good weekend. Take care.